The following podcast contains language that some may find offensive, concepts that some may find unsettling, and advice that some may find uncomfortable. It regularly contains ideas that have been described as questionable, outrageous, even immoral. Children should be shielded from its influence, and adults should proceed with caution. If you are still inclined to listen, be advised that nobody's nose makes no claim that you will emerge unaffected. You have been warned. Just listen to your penis. That didn't come through. What? Dave, you're a penis. Oh, I, I, we're starting off so adversarial, and this is one of our specials. Oh, sorry, but in a good way. <laughs> this is one of our specials. We're doing another movie special today. And what movie would that be? Oh, wait, you're supposed to say that to me because it's my show. I'm supposed to say what the movie is, right? I have to say I was pretty proud of you to pick it up that quickly. I really feel like 12 episodes in, and you're beginning to really get... See, the... you're, that's backhanded compliment number two. Keep on, Keep them coming. What was the first one? I don't remember. <laughs> Dave, it's the token Asian. I got high, daddy. So you, as usual, you're, you're ready for the episode. Yes, Dave, I'm ready for the episode. Okay. And you stepped up and you said, what movie? We went and saw Star Wars Rogue One. Or I believe it's Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. You are correct, sir. We did. And so we're going to do this whole episode is going to be about nothing but that. And there go pods turning off. Is that how it works? I don't even know how Pod? podcast works. Pods. Like iPods. Is that yeah. Maybe that's where originally the thing came from. I don't think they turn them off, though. Oh. They would just stop listening. Because you, th you said they're turning them off because we're just talking about Star Wars? Well, yeah. But I guess a lot of people liked it because it was the number one movie over the holiday. Yeah. I mean, we're a little late to the game here. It came out in the middle of December, and it's... The first week of January when this is going up. Yeah. It's my fault because I don't like crowds. So I didn't want to like wait in line and shit. Okay. That's not true. I mean, it might be true that you don't like crowds, but I know that you went and saw it much earlier. Well, yeah, I saw it twice. Right. And we saw it New Year's Eve. Okay. So since we're only going to talk about Star Wars, I thought that we should... That's one of the parts we're going to edit out, by the way. What part we're going to edit out? That whole last like three or four minutes. <laughs> then what are we going to start with? Well, you can start with whatever the fuck came up, but then that whole chunk that we just pooped out, <laughs> man. I'm not used to you being so on the ball with this. I mean, you're you're jumping right in with the correct, you know, you're coming back to me with the correct questions. You're presupposing what I'm going to edit and leave in and take out. This is good. Well, maybe it, I have to ask Craig what kind of weed this is. <laughs> oh, and and you didn't get the kind that you were planning on having for the episode. You got a different strain. Well, I didn't know either way. So what happened? This is actually the second of January that we're recording this, and we tried to stop at the bank so Matt could get weed money because that's how we do it. That's how we roll, as the kids say. Maybe there are kids that say that now. As you were saying, I am on top of my shit. So I said I didn't think the bank would be open because I thought that it's Monday they would be observing the holiday for bank employees. And you said, oh, no, the bank will be open. If it's if it's not open, I'll suck a fart out of my own ass while we're recording. You And I just, I knew the bank was going to be closed. I had no idea why you were offering this. 
And I'll, don't do that. I don't want you to try to contort in this room, in this very professional recording studio that we have. I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to smell it. None of those things. Hey, I'll, I'll, get, I'll make it a tonguer so you don't smell anything. I don't even want I'm to. like a cat. I don't even want to know what that means. <laughs> You're just... You... I'm like a cat. I keep my shit clean. <laughs> I keep my stuff clean back there. My K-boos. You know? No, I don't know any of this. I don't know what you're talking about. My buttocks. Your buttocks? My anus. Oh, boy. There you go with that again. Should we warn people about... Oh, God, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Oh, <laughs> should we Should we warn people that this is a spoiler show? Yes, that's exactly it. Thank you, Matt. That's a, thank this you is for, a spoiler show. Thank you for bringing that up, Matt. That would be very nice of us. If you haven't seen Rogue One, A Star Wars Story... You should not listen to any of this podcast. We're going to spoil every single thing that happens in the movie. And you are the lowest form of human. Was that like from the movie? No, that's just me being gassy through the mouth. <laughs> okay. They call that gas mouth. They do. Who is they? Me. Every. Okay. That was a, you answered the question that time. I always say, who is they? And usually. What do I do? You, I don't know. You act like I'm talking about our podcast listeners. Well, are you? No. No, that time you just said me. The you is they. You is they. I understand that. Oh, so this is honest weed. It must be honest weed. And that's the whole point I was getting to. It's sodium pentothal weed. (laughs) It's the whole point I was getting to. Since we couldn't go to the bank. Weed of truth. Then you didn't get weed money. So we didn't go to our spot where we stopped for you to get weed. Our unofficial sponsor in that they've never sponsored us and are unaware of us. What are they called? Um, Grass. Grass and grass glass. Grass and glass, yeah. yeah. Formerly just grass. Their sign just they, said grass. Yeah, but now they've expanded with glass. So now they're glass. Yes, and we we grass. usually go in there, and you ask for something that will be good for podcasting. And I the did. last time they gave you some, we, we ended up doing episode 11, and you were much more present in that episode. If you say so, Dave. You were. I know, because I do the editing. It was much shorter. I had to cut much less out. Oh, well, okay. Now... We couldn't go, so you had to you had to basically fall back on what the the stems and leaves no, that you no, had it, left over. Is it, that it was just a different kind? It was just a different kind. Yeah. Okay, so you you still seem like you're pretty much here, though. I mean, you're doing your you know you're doing well, your job. Because we're not starting this at five o'clock like we usually do. Because man, I'm, I'm already kind of not here by that time. Yeah, I understand. But do that you, goes Dave, against. Do the, you understand? Well, it goes against the idea that the weed is responsible for how you act on the show. You're just saying it's just tired. Oh, well, I'm sure it's partly the weed. I mean, I don't want to not credit the weed. I mean, you know, we the show is called The Token Asian. There is a, yeah, a smoking weed component to the show and that is only about you. I know, Dave. I know. You don't smoke marijuana. Well, and I'm also not Asian. How do you know, Dave? <laughs> You told me yourself you haven't really traced your lineage past the Scandinavian part. Or was it... What was it? Norwegian? Norwegian. Norwegian. Yes, we, we established that last time. Is that the country that eats the uh, fish in the bottle? Hmm. Tell me more. They eat fish in a bottle? Like pickled fish? I'm, salt I'm assuming. Oh. I, all I know, the only Norwegian food I know is lefse, which is like a dessert thing. Hmm. Interesting. Some kind of a flatbread with uh, some kind of cinnamon... They're a, they're a white race that eats a lot of white food, I think. Probably. Yeah. yeah. And I don't mean like white food, like Caucasian food. Like it's literally white. 
Yes. Yeah. Meaning there's no color to it. I know. I was I was looking for a word other than color though. Of color. <laughs> that's that's what you always say. Yeah. No pigment. There's no pigment. Pig- ah, pigment. Always taking it in the race territory, aren't we, Dave? I. Why did that make it about race? It's not about a race, Dave. You're just setting me up so you could say it's not about a race. <laughs> That's pretty which much is, it. Which isn't even the same thing. It used to, it used to be it's not about race. Uh, now it's not about a race. I don't know. It's not like I test this shit out before I come here, Dave. I'm not in front of a mirror being funny. I know. And that's fine. Part of why this works, you all couldn't see that, but I made big air quotes, um, is because of that reason. Because this is just you raw. Oh. This is Matt going in raw. Man, that sounded kind of sexual. I think I got a half hold that day. So. My, my. So here's. Is the it three o'clock already? Is three o'clock. Wait, I'm so confused by you. Is three o'clock when you get a half hard? Yeah, it's like. Because three o'clock is like. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Are you saying that. Hold on. No, I'm not. It has nothing to do with the time. I'm just the hands of the clock. Your it's Asian three. Austin Powers there that you just did. That is it. Three that, what, o'clock that, already. That was a- Asian Austin Powers. Kind of. Are do you horny? No, do, do, is it three o'clock already again? Is that three o'clock already? Yeah. Okay. That's. I don't know what you're doing now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. So three o'clock is the. Are you saying that the clock represents the half hard, or that's the time of day every day that you get half hard? Yes. That's an answer. <laughs> That's Today. not true, by the way, because I just listened to myself say that kind of like in the future, or maybe it was the past, and I, and I was going, that sounded really odd. I don't like understand I keep, anything that you just said. Like I you listen to yourself in the future or in the past? <laughs> like, what, like what I, did you say? I'm just looking at myself outside of myself and going, wow, that's really weird that someone would keep track of something like that. If they got a boner at the same time. Oh, we need to. So we need to talk about this a little bit before we go on to the next thing. We need to talk about your clock face. Clock face? Clock face. What's clock face? The clock face is the front of the clock and then the hands show the time. So I was going to say clock face analogy. Yeah, Dave. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, it it came out weird. I meant, hold on, one more time. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. The other day, the other day when we were driving around, we have not yet mastered um, the cameras for our new show, which is going to be called Token Asian Takeout, which is where we drive around in the car and you just talk. I'm going to have to like totally go through my nostrils before we do that, because I hate it when you watch those shows where they have the, you know, the camera attached to the review mirror and you can see up the person's nose and it's just like they got boogers and shit. Yeah, we'll make sure that that doesn't happen. I want a booger-free production, Dave. I just, that's all I ask. Booger-free productions is we're probably going to need a logo for that when you're a guy that knows how to do that sort that's of a thing. little too close to boogie down production though. i thought that was the joke oh well, hey i don't want to be messing with karis i would not either okay he's tough he he on the ground was a bottle of snapple he smashed the bottle and his fucking adam's apple pretty sure those are lyrics wow Wow. I had never heard. When I heard that song for the first time, they did not distribute Snapple into the Northwest yet. It It was a local drink for him. Wasn't at one time he the peaceful brother? Yeah, but he still wrote about the harsh realities. Oh. It just sounds to me like he might be a little conflicted. Okay, sure. That that works. Okay. 
Um, moving on. No, we're not moving on because we didn't even get to what we were trying to talk about. What were we trying to talk about? I, okay. <laughs> oh, spoilers. Oh. Uh, we're, spoilers. We're, no, it's not spoilers. Did no. I fuck that up? Oh, no, no. Go ready. What? Spoilers is fine. Warning people about spoilers. <laughs> we were talking about token Asian takeout. Oh. And we were talking about that. No, you didn't say takeout. You didn't get that. We did get to that point. Oh, really? We're gonna we're going to set this up. It's gonna be a show eventually where you and it's gonna be on YouTube because it's gonna be video of us driving around because you think we do our best work when we're driving around. I mean, it might be that. It might be because the way Dave drives, it's actually giving me a little bit of vertigo along with my stonerness, and uh, it so, could just be adding to it. It's like being on a carnival ride. Yeah, like the teacup thing. Except like it was beer mugs and the. Carney was Mr. loaded. I'd rather be like Mr. Toad's. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Something cool, not teacups. Well, when I ever fuck my teacups, because it's spinning and you get dizzy. Okay, I don't. You when you're in the car with me, you are not spinning. It feels like it sometimes though. Because Dave, you you really do take those corners like a fucking fifteen year old girl. You just <laughs> okay. A 15-year-old girl that's driving a car? Or when you say a 15-year-old girl, are you referring to something else about a 15-year-old girl? Driving a car, you sick fuck. They're not even old enough to drive a car yet. Kids today don't do everything their parents tell them to. Okay. Not... You you have taken me off so far on a tangent, I can't They're even remember me... the point of talking about token Asian takeout. Them kids break the rules, Dave. They don't. Yeah, they do. Dave. No, no, no. They're all vir It's all virtual now. It's not legal for them to show their naughty bits on the video. Okay, so I don't know what it was that you did use this time, but you're you're making like you're definitely jumping from topic to topic a little bit faster. So one could say this is a jumping from topic to topic marijuana. I guess so. Hmm. Interesting. I I'm a little bit okay. So I'll let Craig know because here's the thing. I was not able to to keep with the thing I was going to say. The whole reason I talked about us driving around in the car is because you said something the other day when we were driving around that related to something we said earlier. Now I have no idea what it is. People are just going to have to uh, go come, without. Come and on, this Dave, is important stuff. Dave, People try, are hanging on your Dave, every try, word. Try to remember because I don't want to foster disappointment. I want to heal, not hurt. That's that's nice of you. <laughs> I don't know what that voice was. Now I make pee-pee. <laughs> We went and saw Star Wars. <laughs> we went and saw Rogue One. Oh, what about those spoilers? These it. are full of spoilers, Dave. Aren't yes, they? Yeah. Spo okay. be careful. We're going to spoil everything. Now, uh, I, I apologize to everyone because we had a great point that I thought was going to really what? No, what? What's the point? No, it's something you said in the car. What did I say in the car? Something brilliant. Oh, you know, for you. Well, it wasn't. You weren't yelling at other drivers. That's what you usually do in the passenger seat. Yeah, so? And pointing out people on the Oh, on yeah, because, well, not pointing people out, praying. It's the only time I ever pray, and, uh, and, and the prayer is always the same. Oh, God, please don't let this be an Asian person, or day is going to give me shit. <laughs> I told you it's confirmation bias. You think you see a lot of bad Asian drivers when we're driving. But... It, it, no, we do. <laughs> you do. Because you're not noticing the bad drivers. What better just, person you know, than me? I can spot my people. own. You know, well, you're certainly driving this episode into a ditch. <gasps> I know <laughs> that one smelled like a fucking I don't know what, like a big old hot pussy frog. I wouldn't know what a hot pussy frog smells like. It's not good. That I would assume. Mm -hmm. 
I am full of truth, Dave. That's what I always say about you. You know, if there's one thing I know about Matt, he's full of truth. Eh, eh. We know what you mean, Dave. We, we know you mean full of shit. But that's okay, because I know who I am. <laughs> All right. <laughs> On episode eight of The Token Asian. I'm a free-thinking human. You are. With a conscience of my own. <laughs> the thing that's going to suck is that I'm going to remember in 20 minutes the thing that you said, and then we're going to have to jump back to it. Let's go with a song, Dave. Senility, senility creeping into Dave's life. The songs never work. Says you. No, I do the editing, and you don't listen, so we don't know. Oh. I just get feedback. Now... Sometimes when we do this show, we get questions. Even from Yellow Rain, people did not like Yellow, Yellow Rain. Yellow Rain was alright. Yellow Rain was fucking it was awesome. Okay, but we don't need to revisit it. Oh, I'm revisiting <laughs> it now. People write in uh, with questions sometimes. See, see how I did that? Now people that are listening to this one will listen to the one before. Because I want to see. Oh, that's good. That's you're, you're giving them a reason to go back. You think they're going to listen to this out of yeah, order. I am on my shit. That's true. Well, yeah, people that are fans of Rogue One will go, oh, something about Rogue One. <laughs> I really doubt they're going to say, oh, an uh, Asian guy that smokes weed. Let's listen. Well, okay. Or maybe they will. <laughs> they need a reason to listen to it in the first place. Okay. People write in, they ask you questions, and you respond to them. And sometimes we don't hear back from the people or there's no follow-up. We had Taylor Jepsen, uh, famously, the emo kid. We heard from him his one question. He recorded a question. And we haven't. We, it's been crickets from him. We haven't heard a thing for a while. So I'm hoping that Taylor decides to update us. It's been about a year, so I want to know what's going on in his life. Oh, God, I do too. Wow, that was really, <laughs> really well done. Damn it, I remember what you said in the car. God, ah, all right. So here's what, what it was. You told me, and th okay, and here's why I remembered it, is because you, you stopped and then you redid your, oh, yeah? Whatever. That's what you said in the car. You said you were practicing pretending like you cared what people said. We oh, right. Like that? Well done. Okay. And so you were you were actually just sitting there quietly and then just saying responses to me as if I'd been talking so I could kind of judge how well, whether it was believable that you were actually interacting with another person. Huh. No way. That's it. You're you're I just no. want to say even that you're you're coming along very, very well. Yeah, because I realized that was the main thing that was pissing people off was that I was being too honest with them. Like, if I didn't care about whatever they were talking to me about. And, uh, you know, they they would just walk away and he doesn't would care. Would you just stare at them or would you just say something rude? Well, it's like, oh, well, I've been feeling depressed lately. Huh? Go see a psychiatrist. Oh, you'd give like an honest response to them. Yeah, but I, I didn't. And now what do you do? Huh. Okay, so it's just allowing them to keep talking. Yeah. Like, that you just acknowledge that they said something, yeah, that you, you have, heard it? Yeah, I realize that with people, all you have to do is just... You just have to kind of push their own dreary life through the air. And the way you do that is just go, really? Or, um, oh, a good one, if you're, you've both been drinking, and I don't recommend drinking, kids. Uh, one is just to go, fuck. This is, you've definitely expanded. You've been thinking about this even since when we were driving around. Totally. <laughs> this, is, this is great. This is, because a lot of times when we do the show even, I'll say something and then you'll just start talking about something totally unrelated. Huh. Which is, I mean, <laughs> but it's, it, it's going to hurt the, the flow of the show a little bit. 
Uh, like, you've got to pretend... Don't, don't this, pretend... This friend of mine, Eric Freidenberg, gave me the best one. Oh, yeah? That one's the best. You just say, oh, yeah? He's, oh, yeah? Do you think that there are people listening to this show who are hearing this as if they're hearing it for the first time in their lives? Like, oh, I could start doing that and have friends. Actually, yeah. There's some sorry-ass fuckers out there, Dave. <laughs> who... So, Okay, so sorry ass fuckers would be people who acted like you did prior to just the last month or so? They're sorry they didn't hear my advice sooner. And as far as the ass thing, I just threw in that one as extra. I like to throw in a little ass. A little <laughs> English on the old joke there, Dave. A little ass on the ha-ha. Hee-hee-hoo-hoo. Star Wars! We, we saw Star Wars! Oh, this contains spoilers. It's okay. <laughs> All right. So listen, no, before we get to Star Wars, we're going to do this quick piece of business right at the beginning of the show before we talk about anything else. We're going to talk about the fact that you get questions and you answer them. And usually there's no follow-up or anything. Oh, okay. But one of the questions that you got in episode eight. Oh, I'm sorry, before you continue, um, have you thought about my idea of doing like a sex advice column and calling it the Yellow Gens? <laughs> Okay. Gens being short for the genitals. Through the yellow gens. Through the yellow gens is what you want to call it. Or spew. It. I'm going to be honest. No, I have not thought about that. Okay. But we could we could probably add it as a section to the token Asian going forward if you have specific sex advice for people. No, I just like saying the yellow gens. I will put this out there. If someone <laughs> listens to this episode and wants to write in a sex advice question, I'll ask it no, to you and that... we'll call the answer to that question. Uh, yeah, the, I, don't that know, segment. I don't know. I, I just like saying the yellow gens. You don't. Are you backing? So you're saying that you won't do any of the work. You just want to say the funny line. <laughs> well, yeah. So we got a question from a listener who said, is this about Star Wars? No. I thought we're doing a Star Wars show. We, we are. We're, we're, this whole show is going to be about Rogue One. Oh. But we're first, we're going to cover this little piece of business before we talk yeah. about it. Oh, so this is like the foreplay before the sex part. Stop with the new accents. <laughs> You've done like six now. What are you doing? <laughs> Who are these people? I was trying to do that captain guy. This multiple. From Rogue One. Well, I, <laughs> we haven't talked about anybody. You, I'll tell you what, man. When we start talking about the movie, we can see if you can do... Each person's accent, but we're not there yet. We're going to just get past this one thing. We got a question from a listener and it said, where's my robot drawing? Do you remember that? No. Oh yeah, I do. You ha you should remember it because you actually remembered the situation. Listener named April said that there'd been a point in the past where you said you would make her a robot drawing. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I more or less remembered. I'm not like, what do you call it? Um, photographic memory. No, but at, even at the time, I listened back to that part of the episode. You you essentially remembered the situation. Yeah, because I'm not wrong very often. And in the one case I was wrong, or maybe one or two. Um, and it, this isn't ego, Dave. This is fact. Uh, this guy I was in a band with was always complaining about this girl, like saying all this stuff about her all the time. And he wouldn't shut up about it to the point where it's like, I'd always think, God, if she's that bad, why are you hanging out with her and like following her around and shit? Because that's like, there's a very thin line between like Dobbler and Stalker. And uh, he he seemed to ride that line quite a bit. Anyway, um, 
later on, I met the person he was talking about, and he was, it was pretty nice. And the uh, guy ended up, like, being a stalker. <laughs> and uh, so I, I was like, oh, I was wrong. I was thinking poorly of her. Like, oh, this girl won't leave him alone. The way that he would talk about her. It's like, oh, it was kind of the other way around. So I guess I told her that I would draw her a robot as an apology. And I can't remember if I was... Either way, I was going to do it, but I can't remember if I was joking or if I was serious. But uh, either way, it does sound like something I'd say, so I did it. Did you make the drawing? Yes, Dave, I did. In fact, I know you did because it's here. You but did. Matt, would it surprise you to know that she is here today, too? Dude, she's been sitting here the whole time. <laughs> hey, that's called blowing up my spot. Okay? Oh, sorry, sorry. So listen, no. All right, we'll, we'll redo no, it. We'll she's redo gonna, it. Okay, no, we don't need to redo let's it. Let's redo it. Okay, let's redo it. All right, here we go. No one will ever know. Matt, would it surprise you to know that she's here today? No. <laughs> well done. That's real believable. Yes, April Votolato is here. No? Oh! Whoa, I'm no. Quick. Hey. April. Hi. Hey, this is you're our first guest we've ever had on the show. I like being the first. <laughs> you guys kind of both get a little bit closer. <laughs> you to that always microphone. remember the first, Dave. You always remember the first. Oh, that's fantastic. So, April, you asked the question. So, thank you for adding content to our show. Yeah, where is my robot? You don't, I, you I don't have remember it. having this yeah, conversation. You, you, yeah, you have it. I'm gonna do the reveal. But I just wanted to say thank you for being willing to be here with us today. Um, I know it took you a little while longer waiting out there in the hall. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Patiently to surprise Matt <laughs> with your presence. I'm sorry I'm laughing. I just like the reveal. If Dave ever comes up to you and says, wait for the reveal, just run. <laughs> True. Wait for the reveal. That's yeah. That's one of my... Uh, that's Nambla code. That's <laughs> it wasn't too painful since the podcast is in a beautiful studio in my best friend's house. It's, so It's really state-of-the-art. Yeah, would you, basically. W- would you uh, Chrome, attest to it? modern, <laughs> everything's shiny. Cutting edge. <laughs> Cutting edge. I've tried, to, I've tried to go for kind of a mid-century modern. I know mm-hmm. that people think that's really the best look these days. Yeah, I think Brad Pitt would be into it. Here, Matt, you give it to her. <gasps> is it real? It is a real thing. Oh, it's a cut of heart and flowers. I love it. Cool. It's amazing. I just wanted to prove that it wasn't all about penises and vaginas. Speaking oh, of which, that's what your husband's <laughs> going to be getting is a vagina. <laughs> well, he's used to those. So it's okay. Oh, yeah. I love this. This is amazing. Now, people, oh. I will describe it. I feel so much love right now. If you had, so Matt actually did make this right away, and it's been a while for us to, to be able to yeah, get all together. Been stringing this one out for how many months? <laughs> and you, you oh actually. Did some work on the frame. This is a custom it's frame so too, cool. right? Hmm? This is a show, so you talk about. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, Dave. It's a custom frame, <laughs> used and skilly made. Okay. I don't even know what the hell I just said. Okay, so we wouldn't, I guess, try to describe what this looks like to you, but we're putting a picture up on the website, nobody'snows.com, for this episode, episode 12 of the Token Asian, the Rogue One special. I've got photos of it, so we'll put it up. But it's a robot with a heart bursting out of its chest on actual springs. It's three-dimensional, has a custom frame. It's very it's, cool. It's a basher so cool. Dave. It's a basher Matt really, he really did a good job on this, and I'm, I'm proud of him. He doesn't, you know... Listening to the show, you might think he doesn't take things very seriously, but his art always betrays him. Wow. 
do you think that's a pretty good assessment, April, having yeah. known Matt for... I don't know if it's a betrayal, but... Is it a slap on the bottom? <laughs> it's not a betrayal, but it but it reveals Maybe the truth pass. of Matt actually having some, like, you know, care and depth. He's very sincere. Did, don't say this shit on the podcast. Are people gonna... <laughs> people are gonna, like, ask me to help him with shit. You guys both gotta lean in a little bit on it when you talk. Yeah, don't, don't ask Matt for anything ever. Because he ain't going to give it to you no. unless you pay. Or 20 years later. Well, that, yeah, well that's yeah. true. It did take a long time. But he didn't even remember until... until I'll tell you, once oh, he remembered... That well, means we're old. Oh, no. This okay. was... I have good long-term. I just have no short-term memory. <laughs> it's all a long-term memory now. That's probably a good thing. No short-term. So it's a, a wonderful coincidence that you went and saw the movie with us. I did. It was The so day good. before yesterday. All of us went and saw Rogue One. Mm -hmm. And so we're actually going to talk about Rogue One. You said a Star Wars story. It's but, called a Star Wars story. But it didn't say that in the opening. Did you notice that? It just said Rogue One. Oh, it just said Rogue One when the title went on the screen, but they're calling it like on the movie posters and the things. They're calling it a Star Wars story. Yeah, I saw that. But in the beginning <laughs> of the movie, it just said Rogue One, and there was no Yeah, I don't think story. it – there was no scroll. scroll. The, the crawl, actually, I'm saying. They didn't have an opening crawl. Which I guess makes sense because it's the first story. Why explain what happened before that? It is. or it, Yeah. Well, I mean, they could have. they would have had to talk about the prequels. True. And so, no one wants to no. talk about the prequels. Basically. So assuming that no one knows what this movie is about, which we're going to spoil, this is the story. Oh, spoiler alert. Thank you, Matt. Mm. You've done I think we we've got enough takes of that now we're going to be able to we're going to be able to spoiler use one. Spoiler alert. I'm doing different voices. Spoiler alert. Oh no, we'll give you plenty of opportunities to do voices as we go over the different characters in the movie. So, this movie has actually received a lot of criticism from a number of different people from people who uh, oftentimes like star wars a lot of there's a, there's critically there are people who are split on this if you don't like it you're a fool that may be true but also the you're fungus <laughs> you're lower than low the people who are toes. it could be even <laughs> shit between your toes <laughs> you gave him that one <laughs> i did you, okay on a silver platter dave on a silver platter so the people who we describe as the alt-right, which is just code word for shitty Nazi scumbag um, in this country, a lot of them have a real problem with this movie. Shocking. Be because there are not enough white people in the movie. It's all stormtroopers. They're almost all white. Oh, sure. The bad guys. <laughs> exactly. the, the evil empire is almost entirely made up of white males. Funny. And what's the problem? It's just <laughs> reflecting life. <laughs> Don't make their point for them. <laughs> So the, the rebellion apparently is supposed to represent more of a multicultural sort of uh, opposition. Yeah. It feels that way now. Are we part of the rebellion? Well, yes. I definitely think of myself that way. But I wanted to point out how asinine I think that whole take is. Um, and your son, April, mm -hmm. actually brought like said this to me while I was mentioning it to him on the ride home. Uh, we went and saw it with Keenan. And, uh, Who does not look like one of the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> or maybe he does. <laughs> he pointed out that these people aren't even necessarily human. True. They're aliens. They They're not. Aliens. They weren't born on Earth. This was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. They have a human appearance. Some. Some of them do. But like the fact that some of them look like they would have come from Spain or come from the Middle East on Earth, that has nothing to do with where they would have come from in space. 
They True. are just slightly different variations of human-like creatures. Just prettier. Just prettier? Basically. Oh, you think these are prettier than regular people? Maybe. A little bit. Okay. Definitely the pilot. Oh, you had a thing? Wait, yeah. you had a thing for the Beautiful. pilot? Do you remember the pilot's name? I don't know his name, but I th- I like him. Matt, can you do the pilot's voice? <laughs> no, because whatever it is, it'll be insulting. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a space accent. It's not real. I know his name's Bodhi, right? Yeah, his name is Bodhi. Here's the thing. It is Bodhi. That's what I thought. I, I, I have a little bit of a problem with some of the main characters in this. Their names go by so quickly. Or they're not, they're just, this film doesn't have the feeling of the original movies. I mean, when you went and saw Star Wars the first time, when you saw it the first time, you knew the names of the characters. You knew them. Um, His name is Bodhi Rook. They just refer to him most of the time in the movie. They refer to him as the pilot. I know. That's what I walked away with. The The pilot. pilot. I'm the pilot, he says. They dock one. What was it? They smooth dark one. <laughs> no, he definitely <laughs> does not say the smooth dark one. I am the smooth dark one. Move <laughs> over. Let me take the ship. Okay. <laughs> Is that how you perceive the movie? I would say that's fine. Yeah, I smoke. Oh, you're cool with that? Okay. I smoked a lot of weed at both times I saw Star Wars, Dave. <laughs> and so are you just going to go with what I'm saying about it? I don't like, you, you, we need your Who opinion on it. was your favorite character right off the bat? Oh, right off the bat, favorite character in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, First impression. Well, there's a reason for this. My favorite character in the movie is going to be controversial to some people. My favorite character in the movie is Cassie and Andor. Oh. By the way, do you remember which character that is? Yeah. Because the names are a little harder to stick with them, you know? Jin is the main He's a lady. Spanish yeah. dude, right? Yeah. Well, it's space Spanish. Yeah, he's the... We are space Spanish. We are Spanish in space. The reason why is because he has a character arc. Mm-hmm. And that's something that they don't necessarily have. He yeah, goes he from being essentially a real, a real, I will kill anyone or do anything. He finds a purpose and mm-hmm. we see him grow as an individual. Well, surprisingly, I like Sherrod. Because he's Asian and kicking stormtroopers' ass <laughs> with a stick. And that is a Basically, great... he's my favorite. That too. is a great answer. I think he's the heart of the movie. Yeah. I, I cried think that's when he died. I oh. am the force, the force is with me. That, what was that? I, I am one with the force. I am one with the force, the force is with me? Yeah, yeah I, I think that's one. You the actually cried in the theater, me. you're saying? I got a tear, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I didn't ball. Every so character we're about to talk about dies. Mm-hmm. So if someone says spoiler when their alert. character dies. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. We spoiler alerted this all up the oh, front. Okay. Like, they all die, except for a couple minor characters, actually. Wait, who doesn't die? Minor characters. Oh, Grand Moff Tarkin, Darth Vader, they, Mon Mothma, yeah, Bill okay. Organa, Princess Leia. Minor. minor. Yeah. But in this people, movie, they're mostly minor. Yeah. Oh. Weirdly, two of those people are dead in real life. And so. still in the movie. Yeah. Well, Leia was not dead when the movie was shot. True. She wasn't dead when but the Grand Moff, but, but Peter either. Cushing has been dead for decades. 92. Yeah. Was it 92? Yeah, it was early 90s. I didn't know he lived that long. I thought he died in the 80s. Oh, no. He, he was pretty crusty, dude. The guy that plays... Yeah, you know the old man in Star Wars? By the way, I call it Star Wars. I don't call it A New Hope. Me too. And I have a reason for that. In fact... It's a self-titled album. It's a, it's a self-titled album. I feel that it way. It was called Star Wars. I mean, it's called A New Hope, but... No, it was called... You know, In when, the theater when we were kids, it was called Star Wars. Right. Well, the first yeah. time I saw it, it was called Star Wars, and then they added the New Hope to the crawl. Is this how you remember it, Matt? Yeah. When did they... When was the first time you heard someone refer to Star Wars as A New Hope? late 90s i don't remember you don't remember certainly when dvds started coming mm-hmm. out right here's the thing i'm going to say though raiders of the lost ark mm-hmm. is called 
Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm -hmm. Every other movie in that franchise is called Indiana Jones and the something. Mm -hmm. The DVDs for Raiders of the Lost Ark say Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. I know. So disappointing. They're changing the titles. Mm -hmm. It's like the Berenstain Bears. Oh, I think this is a selling point, not a not an actual. That's true. Um, me, you're talking about the Mandela effect, yeah. Where history is changing. Now, crack, crack a Mandela ceiling. effect would be if it was called Raiders at the Lost Ark. True. And everyone's like, no, it's always been called that. And you just looked at every copy that you ever saw, and it had at instead of of. Mm -hmm. That would be a legitimate Mandela effect. Figment of imagination. <laughs> oh, you think the Mandela effect is a figment of imagination? Oh, I don't know. Do you know that that. Uh, we're just going to keep going down rabbit holes here. Uh, in Forrest Gump, do you know that he does not say life is like a box of chocolates? But he does say shrimp. I think he does say it. No, no, no not he once. Doesn't. On no. the bench? No. Sitting there holding chocolates? He says, my mama always said life was like a box ah. of chocolates. And everyone thinks that he says life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. But could it have been go, go watch that? Could it have been said that way in the trailer? It could very well have been said that way in the trailer, Matt. You, you're putting your finger on how some of this Mandela effect stuff works. And if people don't know what the Mandela effect is, it's, uh, it's either that time travelers are changing history or CERN opened up an alternate dimension and demons are affecting our world. Wait, or CERN? people are just... Yeah, they believe the Mandela effect has to do with CERN. What's CERN? That's that large giant collider thing that circles under multiple countries where they're trying to create like a little miniature black hole like every day. <laughs> Trying to, Dave. You know what CERN is. Do I, Dave? You know about tunnels under the earth and all kinds of stuff. You know about that stuff. You mean the super collider? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was CERN. I think it's... CERN is the organization, but people just... When they say CERN, that's what they're generally talking about. Oh. It's it cause like, uh, for it, concern. Oh, I... Really? It sounds like a sex lotion. <laughs> oh, I just smeared so much CERN on me. I... Oh, feel the sun. <laughs> what? Does it burn? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I can't believe you encourage him like this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this See, whole show. Get along. This whole show is encouraging him like this. Should always uh, be encouraged. Feel the sun. CERN. There you go. I expected you to have an opinion. The organization, not the sex lotion. Yes. Not that. Let's not get that confused anymore. <laughs> For our listeners who have been concerned, yes, when, Dave, we CERN, when we talked about surfing, when we talked about scaling. I don't know if you can prevent chafing if it burns, because CERN burns. CERN yeah. burns? It's one of those heat-up lotions, mm -hmm. one of those ones you blow on and they get hot. Mm -hmm. Someone did that to me in high school. <laughs> Who? While Give I, names. But I didn't even react because I was passed out drunk. At least this is a story someone told me. Wait, someone <laughs> took advantage of you in high school? No, no Put one took sex advantage. lotion on you when you on were passed leg. out? On, on my leg. Well, <laughs> and blew on it, and it didn't get a reaction on me because I had drank too much. Previously... During the party, I uh, threw up off of a second-story balcony, threw a basketball hoop, this. and onto a moped. You could remember him in high school? Oh, maybe not. No, no, no. Maybe I'm thinking of... Matt has multiple balcony yeah. fiasco stories. Oh, no. Different balcony. This the is... one that you fell through. Yeah, that's Michael Ann. That's right. There was, yes, this is a different balcony situation okay. involving yeah, Matt. Yeah, that one I just threw up. Through and onto someone's moped. <laughs> so you threw up on someone's moped. Through a basketball hoop. Through a basketball hoop, which is impressive. And then Why, you... I, it, was, it was between me and the moped. It wasn't like I was leaning back and shooting it through a hoop. Oh, you didn't make a basket of puke? Oh. 
No, I I threw up through a basketball hoop that was in the garage because I was on the second floor. Okay. And it went through the hoop okay. and landed on the guy's moped. That's a that's a bummer for that guy. Probably great for everyone else. But then you, it was great for me. Then you passed out, only to awaken later to discover someone smearing heat up sex lube no, on your naked legs. No, I didn't even wake up. I was told by the person who did it like a couple days later. Oh wait a minute. They waited a couple days to see if you were going to be upset? I don't know. This is messed up, dude. Are you okay? I was passed down. Yeah. But this could be a traumatic thing that you're wanting to talk about. No. It was just the leg, Dave. It wasn't like the middle leg. It wasn't a tipper. <laughs> okay. Star there, Wars. There was no exchanging of streams. Spoiler alert. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> see, April, see... Do you see how quick she is to pick up how we do this? Yeah. <laughs> I have my days. You do. All right. So overall, let's do this. Before we go too far in the movie, how did you feel about the movie, April? I actually really liked it. I thought it was amazing and beautifully shot and directed. Thank God. You thought it was very good. Matt, was it everything you wanted? And more. Uh, actually, that's not true. I would have preferred more nudity. But um, yeah. I have it. we had any nudity in a Star Wars film prior? In my world, yes. Um, Leia got close. Metal bikini. Metal bikini. Yep. That was oh, good. Oh, yeah. And then she murdered Jabba. Mm -hmm. That was so hot. Um, anyway. <laughs> Speaking of Jabba. Yes, I liked Rogue One. You liked it oh, very so good. You... And I did, too. I thought it was great. I, I really it was, was happy second with best it. Movie. Uh, after Star Wars, I thought it was the second best movie. Oh. Now, the people are comparing this one to Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, it's... And you, so Matt, you prefer the original Star Wars over Empire, whereas a lot of people think Empire is the best film. I, I mean, I just like it because the others would not exist if it weren't for that one. Sure. It's the original story. And none of the other ones would have been made if that one would have tanked. So it had a lot more riding on it. And what about you? I always liked Return of the Jedi the best. You always liked Return? I, I really liked Return of the Jedi, except for the Ewoks. Yeah, but both of you are furries, so that's I like fine. Ewoks. That's... And it's like the climax, kind of. See? He just said furries, and your next thing said included climax. Ewoks and climax. Yet again, when you give Matt stuff like truth. that, he will never let go of it. I'm okay with that. But I feel like there's the starting... And then, you know, it builds up, and then you hit the climax, and then you get the ending. So, well, Return of the Jedi was kind of a climax. That's true. Okay. So, it was... Right. In the, the story arc, kind of. Right. If you right. look at the three movies as as the three, the three acts, you're right. it kind of is. It, it is. It is. And, and this one... And so, you're both furries. <laughs> stay on topic. I've always furries. wanted a Brussels Griffon, because they kind of look like Ewoks. What, what, what kind of dog? They're like Brussels Griffons, I think they're called. They look like tiny Ewoks for real. And, so and you want one of those because of Return mm -hmm. of the Jedi. Basically. You know that Ewoks were cannibals, right? Not cannibals, but they ate humans. Yes, they're cooking. Okay they're that. going to cook them and eat them. And at the end of the movie, you see them with all the Stormtrooper helmets. We've talked about this. Sure, they are like brutal that. killers. I know. Not everything cute. Star Wars nice. doesn't actually shy away from murder at mm -hmm. all. Well, they were going to eat Solo and all those guys before they thought C-3PO was a god. Mm-hmm. So see, religion is good. A golden god. <laughs> golden British god. Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do to survive. Are you talking about eating people to survive? I'm just saying if you're an Ewok. Oh, if you're an Ewok. I didn't know if you were doing this from an Ewok's perspective. Mm -hmm. Basically. You're, you're gonna give Matt... Do you have a fursuit? <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't You don't yet have an Ewok fursuit? Is no. this on your list, though? No, it's more... no, but I just recently heard about bronies. 
Never heard about bronies what's before. What's a brony? <laughs> do you know Dave? <laughs> yes, I do, but I was just I was going to let you guys what, go. What's a brony? It's a man in love with My Little Ponies. They have conventions called bronies. And all these they want to fuck a little pony i don't know if it gets sexual i just really think that yeah i people think they would get offended by ponies. the idea yeah. that you had sexualized it i think it was innocent. but everyone does that everyone immediately jumps to that it's bros who are into my little ponies for real what bronies. the fuck is that about there's a documentary about it matt there's there all kind it is this is not something it's not new and we're not just making now, it now up. is it, it a psycholog is it a result of a psychological defect or something I don't know. I'm just... Or is it just like, I like the curves? I think it's an acceptable <laughs> alternative lifestyle, it and is. you don't need to judge them. I wasn't judging them. I didn't say, oh, they are evil, or they are awesome. <laughs> I'm just saying, But oh. you were already thinking about where we could send them to fix their brain to so they wouldn't like ponies anymore. I'm just saying I... they're better than furry people, whatever that is called. Oh, wait. So you're saying furries. that bronies are better than furries? Yeah, furries. That's it. Well, I thought you just said bronies don't fuck the ponies. Yeah, it's good. They don't fuck the ponies. Yeah, but furries they fuck might, the furries. They might I fuck know. each other. Yes. Furries, I think there's a... there's. Here's the thing about furries, so though. So do they have inflatable I think the ponies? Point, I think the point about furries is to live as that fur creature, that fur being, and then sex is part of life. But I don't think it's just sex. I don't think furries just... I feel like just... it's Tinder with costumes, basically. Tinder with costumes? It might be. But it predates Tinder. True. So Tinder is furries without, without costumes. costumes. Basically. Okay. I'm glad we figured I'm totally out. confused. Do you know what Tinder is, Matt? No. See, Matt actually is out of, doesn't know about some of this common stuff. Like this, this, I like, wish I didn't know what it was. Take it away. <laughs> Calgon. Explain. This will be better. I know how to use Google. That's explain Tinder to Matt. <sighs> well, a lot of my girlfriends cry over it. That's how I'm going to explain it. <laughs> Cry that, over that it. That shouldn't have gotten a laugh right off the bat. <laughs> and you swipe left or right whether you like someone. I don't know. I've been married for almost 20 years. I have no idea. I just know that you, sl- you it's slide. An, okay, so it's an app it's that an goes app. on your phone. So basically, it's it's, it's an app that has an algorithm that's imitating what asshole guys do. Yeah. They sit yeah, there and choose of. people purely on Looks. what they look like. But women yeah. do it too. Well, yeah. That, yeah, that's what I mean. On the app. Yeah. So the trick is, is that you sign up, you put your picture up, and then if people, is it left is good or right is good? I don't have I, it. I, don't I know. think you swipe right if you like and left if you don't. And but so I what it does wrong. is, is when you're in an area within a certain distance of, you know, a region, everybody in that area shows up on your Tinder app. If they're marking, I think they mark themselves available or something. And so if you swipe and they swipe and it creates a match, Tinder then connects you and gives you the opportunity to get together. Or to communicate through the app or get together in oh real my life. God. That sounds really unhygienic. Mm-hmm. And it's... You it, don't know where those it people have been. Or your phones. Tinder, yeah. Tinder is the heterosexual offshoot of Grindr, which was the, the gay version. or That was the original version. Grindr. And I think that Grindr had less relationship. And more sandwiches. Because that's what I think Basically. of when I hear Grinders. More cheese. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so Tinder is actually used more like a real dating app, right? Like people think they're going to... Yeah. Can you even call that dating? That. A friend of mine, we were in another... It's like uh, a fucking We were in app, another basically. city and my friend is single and I'm not. And we were there for the weekend and he said, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna see who I match with on Tinder this weekend. Mm-hmm. And then he handed me his phone and said, find me some matches. So I got to go through his Tinder as him and pick different... Uh, 
It was a lot of fun. It really was. Yeah. I just don't understand the attachment. If I were to meet someone in a bar, I wouldn't want a relationship with them. Or if there was a relationship that happened, I'd be like, mm, okay, that was shocking. Well, but I wouldn't go to a bar too. and then not get a response the next day and then be upset because so, it was in a bar. So mm-hmm. that's how you feel about Tinder. That's how you feel about Tinder. I know that the most popular person in that city that weekend, her profile said right up front, I don't do butt stuff on the first date. I don't do butt stuff like stuff stuff in your butt? Yeah, well, I don't do she butt stuff. Allow. That was one of her stuff. dating rules on, on the, the first, first date. date. Oh, so she was the most pop. Well, because clearly that meant there was a a lot of stuff that she does do on the first date. It seemed, and apparently she was the most popular Tinder person in that area. Shocking. So she's gonna full on rock the brown eye. I wonder on the second if she's date. seen Rogue One. <laughs> Rogue One. We're talking about Rogue One. <laughs> That's true. We saw Rogue One, all of us together, and we're talking about the movie. I wonder if Bodie Rook was into anal sex. I hope not. Wait a minute. I mean, not, don't hope not, but I mean, just in his character. He feels Sounds like, like someone's not getting any chocolate. <laughs> I just feel like he had too much on his plate to worry about that stuff in the movie. Nice save, April. Nice save. Thanks. It was a real sincere, I hope not. I, I like that a lot. So Bodhi Rook was a pilot for the Empire that had defected. Should we give people a little bit of an idea about what this movie's about since we're talking about the movie on this yeah, podcast? Yeah, you go. What's about? How does the movie start, Matt? What happens at the beginning of the movie? There's like stars, man, and there's like ships, Wars. robots and shit. Wars, <laughs> yeah. There's a war. No, it's it's what takes place right before... The first Star Wars. Yeah, it does. Okay, so in the very beginning, there's a guy who's farming. It's got a little bit of a Tatooine throwback, except it's not a desert planet. An Empire ship lands, and a big, important dude, all dressed in white, surrounded by black stormtroopers, who are now called Death Troopers. These, these, his special guard are called See, Death Troopers. So, so look, the filmmakers are against all colors. When I say black stormtroopers, I mean that they were wearing black armor. But earlier we talked about the white white stormtroopers and how Mm -hmm. everyone thinks they're white, but not necessarily. Oh, no. When I said that the Empire was made up of white guys, I didn't mean stormtrooper armor. I meant all of those generals, all those generals and admirals, all those guys that are on the bridge wearing their gray uniforms. Those are all white guys. Yeah, but Bodhi Rook was in the Empire and he was, what, Middle Eastern. You're making a good point. I mean, he was only a rebel from like, you know, 10 minutes before he showed up. They actually even say, you're a rebel now at yeah. one point in the movie mm-hmm. about him because he kills some dudes. Yeah. Because okay. that's what you do in this in this world. You kill people. You just change sides and murder lots of people. Mm-hmm. Is, is that a problem for you, Dave? No, but that's the Star Wars way. It is. <laughs> Life is cheap. Life, Life is, is cheap in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> yeah. So... Basically, this dude, Galen Urso, he's there with his wife and kid, his young daughter. Her name is Jin. And they basically say, hey, we need you to come help make this weapon. The project is stalled. He says, I don't know how to do it. Guy says, yeah, you do. You're smart. We're going to take you and your family. It doesn't work. The wife pulls a gun, tries to shoot the dude. Does shoot the dude. Does shoot the dude in the shoulder. The dude is Krennic. Mm-hmm. Krennic is the main bad guy in the movie. Mm-hmm. Even though Grand Moff Tarkin and Darth Vader are in the film... Orson Krennic. That's his full name. His first name is Orson. He's the main bad guy. Uh, Matt, do you think that Orson, do you think they chose that name because of Mork and Mindy or because of Orson Welles? Orson Bean, the voice of the Hobbit. Third choice. <laughs> the Hobbit cartoon? <laughs> Wait, is that the guy that did Winnie the Pooh? Maybe. Do you know that, do you know that voice I'm talking about? 
No. I can't do it. I thought maybe you'd be able to do it. Well. Well. Uh, I don't have it. Wow. I like honey. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I like honey. <laughs> no, that's not. Is that what he sounds like? It's Come over here, Rue. It's bringing me back to bronies. <laughs> it feels like a brony conversation. <laughs> this is really kind of a brody thing. If Pooh Bear was a big thing right now. Well, are there Care Bear versions of bronies? Cute. Care Bros? Care Bros. I like that. <laughs> Care Bros. It'd probably be Hair Bros. <laughs> Could be. Could very well be. Oh, I'm the only one in this room that probably liked Care Bears, but I really did. <laughs> <laughs> I always just found them, like, oh, no. irritating. Yeah. I never watched a cartoon, but I had a Sunshine Bear. I remember that. I, well, like, I, I remember that. Strawberry Shortcake was a bigger deal in my neck of the woods than Care Bears. They kind of were at the same time, though. Yeah, I didn't like dolls. I like G.I. Joe and animals. Stuffed animals. Okay. So... Yeah, that should set you up for for bronies just fine. <laughs> True, I'd get along with. And, I'd be the and, only girl, but and I then, would have a lot of and friends. And Bros, which we're not sure if they exist, no. but we think they should. I used to just build things to torture my sisters, Barbies. <laughs> That's good. In the sandbox, you know, build a little fire, lower the little lady down slow. <laughs> Okay, so listen, <laughs> listen. So you, little lady, you tortured, you played with GI Joes and stuffed animals. The you tortured Barbies, the that's, big, the old school GI yeah. Joes. Yeah, the, that's and good. He Man, I loved He Man. Yeah, before Shira. Okay, before Shira, that's a cartoon. Yeah, Masters I mean, of Masters of the Universe, universe is what you yeah. were into. The toys or the cartoon? Both, I think. I liked them both. I really liked Cringer or Battle Cat. <laughs> I That's can awesome. never get past the He-Man name. Well, Skeletor was incredible. But he wasn't a skeleton. He, he had, had a skeleton face. Yeah, she still had muscles. It wasn't much of a skeleton. Can either well, of you do the Skeletor voice? Were you saying it was a mask or an actual skull? I mean, it was a mask, probably. I feel like it was a mask from my small child brain. What do you think, Matt? What? Was Skeletor's face a mask or an actual skull? Um... What I think it was, was a body that had two different time periods attached to it. And the, the bottom part was all muscular, so that was the present day. And the past was represented by the neck up. The past? Yeah, because Or the, the future, because he'd be dead in the future. Or, yeah, the future. You thought he had a time-traveling head? Yeah. Okay. No. Sure, that's what... <laughs> I just thought it was a mask. Okay. <laughs> All right, appreciate it. Because it's it couldn't be a real skull, because the rest of the body would have desiccated too. Yeah, you like shriveled up and died. And... Maybe he just removed his face, like face off, but without putting a new face on. Like the movie Face Off. Yeah, it's like so it's only halfway through halfway, the process. Yeah. yeah, Nicolas Cage without John or John without Nick. Uh, there's nothing whatever. worse than that. I want to take his face. Yeah, remember face off? Yeah, yeah, I was doing the part where he's oh. where he's talking, he's putting his hands in front of he's his like, face mm. and he's conceptualizing what he wants to do and it's like apparently that's not in the script. That was like his take on it, like he was ad-libbing that. I don't even that's know if that's in true, the but I at home basically. Was it? Yeah. 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 Like, I want to take his it... face off. Star yeah. Wars. So, <laughs> spoilers. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. We're going to My favorite character. Do you want to know? I can't remember his name, but it's Force Whitaker. Oh, okay. I thought you had said that your favorite character was Churret. No. Okay, really let's talk him. about Force. You talked about your favorite character, and I agreed that it was good. Well, this is good. It comes up to... This is actually where we're at in the story. Mm -hmm. So the, the Empire dude comes down. The little girl gets away. She goes into hiding. Her father is taken. Her mother is killed. Her father is taken by the Empire to forcibly work on the Death Star super weapon. 
she is rescued by Forrest Whitaker's character, a guy named Saw Guerrera. Saw Guerrera, that's right. Saw Guerrera. Saw thought... Guerrera plays the role of Jabba the Hutt in this movie. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that, Matt? Are you just saying that because they both have dark skin? <laughs> well, Jabba it's not a race, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> you keep saying it's not a race. We're that talking would be about my favorite Star Wars. character because Return of the Jedi is my favorite movie. Right. So essentially, Saw Gerrera is this extremist mm-hmm. terrorist. We hear about all the stuff that he does, but we only actually see his guys do it in the movie. Mm-hmm. So in the movie, Forrest Whitaker's character, we see him with no hair. He rescues a little girl, Jin. And then the next time we see him in a short period of time, it just jumped ahead like 15 years. Mm-hmm. And we see an older version of him got big bushy hair and he's living in a desert palace so he got plugs somewhere in the galaxy (laughs) they can do all this stuff yeah they can do all stuff in the future it's droid hair in the future a long time ago it's (laughs) a long it's a long time ago future so basically he lives in a desert fortress with a bunch of guys that do his bidding a whole bunch of badass dudes that gamble and watch dancing girls and he has a big torture animal that he subjects people to so he's very much like Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. And he's powerful, but he doesn't actually do anything. He just, Jabba the Hutt just laid around. Um, well, he makes plans. And he makes plans. And that's apparently what Saw Gerrera does, too, because we well, didn't get to meant. see him do anything. He well, shuffled his little metal feet. He shuffled his little metal feet around. I agree with you. You had to. Uh, you have to watch the cartoon. Yeah. Because his, a younger version of his character is in, in Clone the Wars. Wars. In the Clone Wars cartoon. Which I liked. Okay, and I haven't seen him. Yeah, I haven't either. But I mean, I guess I they're not entirely it. canon, but but the, his character is now because yeah. his character is in the film. So I thought his character was cool. I just wish that they had actually had him do something. And I, it's the one of the most frustrating things in the is. movie. What? He, he was before it got cut, I believe. Oh, he did do some more? He had more. Yeah, there was more in, of him in there. Okay. Well, he just decides to die in the movie. He just decides. He says, I will run no more. Right? I love it. You like that. I do. It's It's the thing I dislike most in the film. Really? Was I will run no more. He is, just is stands it there you don't and watches. Is <laughs> If everyone else could escape into a ship and get away, he could have moved his ass out there and gotten away with Jin, who he just had this. Uh, they, they finally are seeing each other. It's a reunion after like a decade or something. Well, no, it hasn't been that long, but it's, it's a reunion after some years. And he just decides to let himself die as the planet's blowing up instead of getting on a ship and taking off. Well, it's because he, he doesn't want to live all fucking hooked to a machine and shit. Right, and he's breathing weird stuff out of a tube. It's all like, so he's almost like a David Lynch character. And I think he's kind of like, he sees her again, and they come together, and she's pissed because he left her behind. Mm-hmm. And he's explaining why he had to go forward, and I think he kind of realizes, like, he made the wrong choices. Why, why run anymore? So he should die. Because well, this is the Star Wars universe, where you just murder people... And you just should let yourself die if you made a, if you think you made a bad choice. Well, I think he's just passing the torch because he took the wrong road. That's what it feels like to me. He's like, I wanted to go beyond and fight something bigger and better, but you guys are doing it the right way. Fuck it. I mean, I whatever the reasoning is, that's what they did in the film, right? Mm-hmm. I just would have. I keep hearing about he's an extremist. He should have suicide bombed himself. He should have done something crazy. He should have cried. Like, yeah, but they couldn't get a rated R. They'd get a rated R for that. But he was an extremist at one point. Yes. Was he extremist when we met him in the film? I don't think he was anymore. And I think seeing her and what they were actually doing made him probably realize that he wasn't 
who he wanted to be. Okay, that's a fair take. And it's that is, I think, what is in the film. So I don't think that your assessment Plus, of it. His voice is amazing. Well, it could have just been for it's he Forrest Whitaker. Been Forrest, yeah, but he didn't sound like Forrest Whitaker. He was like, Ugh. he had like a crazy ass <laughs> voice. It was rad. Has it been so long? Whatever he's saying. Uh, he sounded like kind of a weird version of Dracula. Oh. He sounded okay. kind of like Darth Vader. Well, because he was breathing yeah. weird shit out of a tube. Okay, so okay, the way like Vader, the way he... we got to this part of the movie, please okay. eat is Count Chocula. The little girl grows up. <laughs> And then we meet, (laughs) and then we meet Cassian Andor. Cassian Andor is supposed to be the Han Solo character in this movie. He even wears some clothes and has a like low slung blaster like Mm -hmm. Han Solo. We're definitely supposed to think of Solo. And he kills someone on his own side right in the beginning of the movie. He just executes a dude because the dude's going to slow him down. He was a, a person giving him information. Cassian Andor is a spy that will murder you. Like, and he's a bad dude right off the bat. Kill some stormtroopers, kill someone who just gave him some information, gets away. Does that make him bad though? Well, we're so, it makes him of Fisher. questionable morals. Because no, this is a you know, this is a galaxy where everyone just kills everybody. So really, from our point of view, he's just another murderer in a murder world. He's efficient and good at his job. He is, That's and and he you know he had to shut that guy up. He was going to slow him down, and mm-hmm. you know he's doing what he can because he's fighting for a bigger cause. Mm-hmm. And that dude was whining so much. Dude. I would have shot him. Me too. I agree. So annoying guy. Annoying well, I don't know guy. if I agree. Annoying guy. <laughs> so Cassian Andor and his uh, and he's got a robot. He's got a robot called K two S O, which is a lot of other people's favorite character in this uh, in this show. He's a a big uh, empire droid who's been reprogrammed to be a rebel. He's pretty rad. It made him glitchy, so he says a bunch of... He's like C-3PO. If C-3PO didn't have to complain quite as much because he actually could grab shit and do something useful. Yeah, he's not whiny at all. Like, he still says the odds of making it through stuff, but he's also the one flying the ship. Like when they're in space. Yeah. It kind of reminds me... And everyone talks about how they're going to die, and he's like, not me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I can survive in the vacuum of space. That was one of my favorite parts. It kind of reminds me of Bill Hicks a little bit. Hmm. I think he was a Bill Hicks robot. I think he was a Bill Hicks robot. That's pretty good. Like, just <laughs> just saying stuff. Telling them they should take mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> a heroic dose of the Force. There you go. That's what the Force is. Hey, some of his stuff ended up on the cutting room floor. I'm sure the mushroom scene did happen. You know why, Dave? Because in my world, it did. Okay. <laughs> so, they get her. They go to Jeddah. They go to this planet where the Jedi's original temple was. And the Empire is doing something there. They really quickly discover that the Empire is stealing all of the kyber crystal from the old Jedi temple. And the kyber crystal is what the Jedi used to make their lightsabers out of. And supposedly it's a metaphor for oil. Oh, die for kyber? Yeah. And it's in the Middle East. Yeah. Because it's a desert planet. It's a desert planet. And they got tanks rolling through the middle of the streets. That's right. The Empire is occupying it, taking their resources. Okay. I see what you're saying. The white guys. I, so you're trying to sell me on the alt-rights version of this movie? Hey, man, it sounds good to me. Okay. The truth is the truth, brother. Wait, it's the truth? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we shouldn't give the alt-right any more attention than they already are getting. No, I th- Dave is always trying to bring them up. <laughs> Not bring them up, like, raise them up in estimation. Like, bring them up so they can, like, poke their heads up so we can shoot at them. So violent. <laughs> metaphorically shoot at them. Who's the real monster, us or the Star Wars characters? I just don't. I don't understand. Well, one's made up. Shut up, Dave. Okay. All right. So listen. So they get to this planet. 
the Empire, okay, the, the Rebellion asks Jin Erso. They say, hey, you know this Saw Gerrera guy. We need him back on our side. We need help. We hear they're building this super weapon. Things get a little bit complicated. If you're not paying attention to the movie, we hear things we don't see. There's an Empire pilot who defected or something, and we think Saw Gerrera has him. We need to find out about that. We need Saw Gerrera, blah, blah, blah. So they go to this planet to try to find him. While they're down there in the town of Jeddah, they meet two guys who were guards of the temple who now just, as uh, Cassian says, now they just hang around causing trouble. And these two guys are Churit Imwe and Baze Malbus. And they have the distinction of being the first two actual Asians. Who in, weren't in named the... Yoda. <laughs> well, also, you always said that the Trade Federation guys were Asian in the... They sure talk like they were from Japan. Okay. And you had a problem with that early on. Nah, it's just trying to rile people up. Now listen to this. <laughs> Did you know that as well... As being the first two Asian main characters in Star Wars, they're also considered to be the first same-sex couple in Star Wars. Oh, I like that take. I just don't want to think of that big dude fucking the little blind dude. Hey, maybe the the little blind dude was the top, man. No, the dude with the big-ass gun was the top. You could tell. He was gentle. He wasn't mean. <laughs> maybe they switched sides time to time. <laughs> they were evenly matched. Well, he did say the force is with me a lot of times. Well, you just he meant. I am in one me. with the yeah. force. The in, force is in me. The force is in me. Yeah. Oh man, that's a in you, my butt. Oh Jesus! <laughs> now, <laughs> the now, force is in my. Butt. I'm going to take my butt what what I would assume would be Keenan, the the young person who has a different worldview than us. I'm going to take his look on this. What I would assume would be his look on this. Also, if these aren't humans, we don't actually necessarily even know their gender. Maybe there are no female of whatever they are. Maybe that's how it works in their species. <laughs> you don't agree with that, Matt? No, that that's just a lot to think about. I, when I was his age, I was blowing shit up. He didn't say that, but he was the one that said that said when we were walking out of there that it's dumb to think of race because these aren't even humans. Yeah. So I would then say that, you know, I, I heard an interview with the director where the interviewer asked him, are these guys the first same-sex couple? He was like, I'm not going to say anything. I don't have a problem with that. So he didn't dispel the notion. Mm -hmm. They were definitely partners in something. They were just, they were dudes Best that friends. liked each other and hung out, which automatically makes people think, oh, they must have. And then one cared when the other one died. Well, so dude. then everyone just assumes that must mean they're a couple. The whole, so that's the world we live in, I guess. The whole Ben Kenobi Luke thing was total pedophilia. Oh, it was an ambush. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lift my robe. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that a quote from the... Is that... Cutting room floor. That was on the cutting room floor? Yeah. Okay. Well, whether they are or not, it doesn't hurt to think of it that way. Because there's not a lot of... Because it's a very tolerant, multicultural... I mean... You know, galaxy that we're fighting for here. No. This rebellion. This probably is happening all the time. And just now people are comfortable talking about same-sex relationships lately. So... To assume that it was happening on other planets or back in history, who cares? Why yeah, not? you are about okay. to feel the power of the dark side, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so these guys are great characters. Uh, Chirrut. They are probably my favorite. Chirrut Imway is uh, is blind, and he's he's not a Jedi, but you get the idea because that he you... maybe would have wanted to have been because if... you could not have a swordsman. An Asian swordsman in a movie without him being blind. It's true. He's He doesn't have a sword, but he has a staff. Staff, sorry. And I read in the book that you <laughs> brought staffman. over that there's a kyber crystal in the end of his staff, and that's how he knows where the staff is. That's what he tells everybody. 
<laughs> it's not me. It's my kyber it's crystal. It's my kyber crystal. <laughs> and he also knows that Jin is wearing a necklace with a kyber crystal yeah. that's under her clothes when she walks into the area that he is in. Oh, what, is, what does he say? He says a bunch of bullshit. And then he says, the strongest stars have hearts of kyber, which is of everything that gets uttered in that movie. That was uh, I thought that was a pretty weak line. I don't know why. I It just didn't. What's he referencing, though, to her name? Because her dad called her Stardust. Oh yeah. Okay, I didn't. So maybe that, he was like, "That's it." I had knows a, more than even. I had not thought of that. That's possible. So then there's he a. He knows that what her future is holding for her. Okay. Right there. That's very interesting. It's a, the, later. Darth Vader says a line. He's choking a guy, and then says with oh, the force, that was bad. and then he says, "Don't choke on your aspirations." And both times, Matt said it was a line that I would have written had well, I written totally it. <laughs> it's like one of those pun things. Punish <laughs> no, he did not mean it as a compliment. Did no. you, Matt? No. Not at all. Yeah. Puns are the lowest form of humor. They are punishing. He says in a show oh. named after him called The Token Asian. So. Hey, it has nothing to do with, it only has to do with weed. It's no. not like I'm, anyone would mistake in it for the other thing, other word. Right. That would be a pun and you don't agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Star Wars. Okay. Spoiler well, alert. Well, looking back, I think I thought Sog was my favorite character because he stuck with me longer, even though it was a minimal part. But when I was watching it, those two were my favorite. And see, I think this goes against what a lot of the critics of this movie are saying is that there are no characters and no one cares about the characters. These are great characters. Yeah. I think I they're agree. great characters. Like, so the, the one thing is stormtroopers. What the fuck are storm like regular white armor stormtroopers are totally garbage because you can hit them with a stick and they die. The Ewoks did it in Jedi and this dude does it in this movie. Like, what does that armor do? they die. Matt, what does the Stormtrooper armor actually do? It helps. I don't know. It Um, looks like a Tonka truck. What does it do? It looks like a Tonka truck? Well, you should look it up in the book. (laughs) Well, I I guess I could look it up in the book, but... um, It's probably just to deflect indirect hits because it sure doesn't deflect direct it doesn't hits. well they i wish they would have shown a little bit more about you know what what this stuff actually does like he the fact that he hit stormtroopers with a stick and they and some of them stay down does seem pretty stupid and, and it's a choice they made they could have had him using the stick to push stormtroopers in front of other stormtroopers blasts the way vader uses his lightsaber to knock people's lasers back at them well, and he did a little a metal but, rod more than a stick i it, know but and it had a kyber but, crystal and a tip dave <laughs> but I do the think, tip i do think they're very weak not the shaft the tip the kyber tip <laughs> Okay, that's... And he was a metal man, or a metal machine, hitting a plastic man with a metal rod. So, I mean, he's it a metal? be very powerful. Are you talking about the robot when he's knocking No, 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 not the, not the robot. I'm talking about the Asian dude. Oh, yeah, the blind yeah. dude when he's his fighting stick. with his stick. That's right. Yeah, the robot didn't have later. a crystal in his tip. No, I assume that the robot... <laughs> I assume that when the robot punched stormtroopers and they died, it's just because he crumpled them, like broke their oh, necks, okay, and that's okay. fine. And the robot does have some great kills well, in this movie. He was, he was hitting them on their nerve centers. That's yeah. how he was taking them I out. I think he is all-powerful. I think he goes beyond just a normal man hitting people's That's stick, fine. Right? I just, I would have... Sh- and he's Asian. He knows the kung fu. <laughs> so they all end up... The marital arts. So the they end up getting... Ki- they end up getting captured along with Jin and Cassian and the robot. No, the robot gets away. The robot yes. goes back to the ship. They end up getting captured by Saul Guerrero's guys. And Cassian, because he kills people, killed one of Saul Guerrero's guys. So they mm-hmm. definitely are like, hey, uh, these guys are bad. Two Tubes. That's the name. Two Tubes. That guy's, yeah. He's the one that says you kill our people. 
Um, meanwhile, Saw Gerrera is throwing the pilot, the pilot Bodhi, who we talked about, he's throwing him in a cage with this tentacle monster that extracts the truth from you and makes you insane. Which he did not become insane. Well, that they, was one part I didn't No, like. they talked him back from insanity by talking about Galen. Yeah. When he was in, it was like this. I know. It was it so fast. There was not enough time spent on him being insane to being not insane anymore. I that know, they because they didn't have time for it, but they definitely did show it happen. They showed him because being he a was like, I'm the, I'm the pilot. I'm the like, pilot. Yeah. Like being insane. I, and I think we're supposed to think that he's overcoming it for the whole movie. I guess so. But, you know, whatever. It, that was the also, only part that really kind of irritated me. Right. And then what what did Saw Gerrera learn from doing that to him? We never actually hear. I guess he believes that the so it's, secret recipe for knows, hummus. He, he learned basically that. That they he was actually reaching out to him because when she came and then threw him in the and yeah and then threw him back in the prison cell with the other dudes so they don't kill anybody he they had to recover he was recovering because when she came he's like wait are you setting me up and he's like no on the day that this guy comes with the plants ah oh, that's when he had his oh life that's moment. true he did he did and that's actually when he, in my mind decides, are you here to kill me yeah yeah he weakens a little bit and he's like fuck it I'm not fighting the good fight anymore I'm gonna just die with this planet so there's a there's a little okay. shit that's quick all right I see what I you're think saying. this movie's difficult because everything happens so quickly like these little character shifts there's not a lot of time spent on them like that's in, true in the old movies they're kind of drawn out a little bit yeah they're cramming in a couple movies yeah. worth here yeah so meanwhile while they're down on this planet and Jin now Jin or so she sees a hologram that her father, Galen or so, the guy who's working on the Death Star, he says, I put a weakness in the Death Star. If you can get the Death Star plans, you'll see that you can blow it up. And now the movies can really be real. Aha. Uh-huh. But she sees it right about the time she sees it. And all the other guys, including Cassie and Andor, they're in the prison cell. The Empire shows up up above in the Death Star and they're going to test it out on the planet. So they fire the weapon at one tenth strength or whatever and blow up the city of Jeddah. And one reactor strength. One reactor strength. And so what ends up happening, it's like this huge, bigger than nuclear explosion. And they're far away from the city, but it's still ripping up the ground and it's coming towards them like a wave of destruction. Yeah. Did it remind you of any other movie? Did it make you feel like you're watching any other movie? No. Mm. What movie? Terminator. You know, like that when she has those flashbacks, it kind of gave in, me... In Terminator 2, where she's yeah. at the fence and just, she sees LA, Los Angeles blow up? It just gives me, like, it gave me that same little feeling. Like, okay. It was a bummer. It's different, but... That scene you're talking about, where she's at the fence and then, yeah. the, the, and then the wave hits her and she turns into a skeleton, that was, yeah. a, that was an upsetting scene. It was. This isn't as upsetting, but no, it No, we don't get to see any same... people get ripped apart. No. But it had that same kind of feeling. Okay. Did you go sit there for a minute and think about like that was a city full of people, a nuclear bomb come towards you or something? Totally. And so they're all scrambling to get out mm-hmm. to get to their ship. Now the android or the K two S O, the robot, is flying their ship in. He's going to land. They're going to jump in. They're going to take off and try to get there before this blast wave hits the palace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is when uh, Saw Gerrera says, "I will run no more forever," or whatever he says. Mm-hmm. Matt, do you have anything to add? Are we missing any key components? No, just. Every time I see Forrest Whitaker, I I always think of him in Fast Times at Richmond High. I know, it's so good. Do you think that they should have referenced that in this movie? Yeah, like they came out and Jen Urso, they spray painted his, his uh, land speeder. <laughs> Who been messing with my car? <laughs> and then he just starts screaming and tackles a bunch of people. 
he's not the dude that says about the tools. This is no problem. No, that's what? his brother. That's his brother. Okay. I got tools, man. Okay. <laughs> I can fix it. I got tools. So they get off the planet, and now our characters, our rebel characters, are together. We've got Bodhi, the defector pilot from the Empire. Smooth and brown. We've got Cassie and Andor. Very suave. Also, is he smooth and brown? He is in my mind. Smooth and light brown. <laughs> We've Mocha. got Jen Erso, the lady. Oh, yes. The Luke character, I guess. I guess. Um, she was more like Han Solo. Yeah, she felt like, well. Well, they were splitting the Han Solo then. Yeah. Was splitting like a, the solo. She was her own split, thing. You ever, have a, you ever have a split solo? Oh, man, that hurts. She just was doing her own thing. She was doing her own thing. And uh, our two Asian characters who were actually, they were called the Guardians of the Wills. That's what they're called in this. Churit and Baze. And then we got the robot, K2SO. So the, they're all on the ship. They're heading back towards the rebel. I thought planet. we were going to refer to them as the couple. The oh, Asian the couple. couple. Yeah. I mean, they, everyone's trying to couple up in this. So yeah. They're they, all horny. They, they aren't, though. Until the end, we're supposed to think that there was some coupling. Hey, we're all horny. Probably, but they had a job to do. Yeah. Too bad it didn't include blow. So they, go, so they find out. <laughs> Jobs. They find now. No one, no one, no one blew anybody. I know. I know. I mean, there was I'm no palatial. I, I know, know I should be encouraging you, but I'm actually trying to get further ahead in the story. Okay, fine. I was just gonna sing Grandmaster Flash. No big deal. Go ahead. No, please. This, the moment was gone. lean in. He talked about blow, and I just said white lines. No big deal. There you go. Yeah. He'll keep doing the music, and you'll do the words. Go. Yeah. No. I was encouraging Matt to sing. And, and you... What? Ah, All right. Vision, dreams of passion. <laughs> I can't even remember. All the while I think of you. <laughs> A very strange reaction. <laughs> the more I see, the more I do. You better not bootleg this. <laughs> this better not be coming out on the excursion four and a half. Top notch. Yes, I will Basically. not be resurrecting my record label in order to release that cut. That's pretty good. That's, pretty that's good, though. why you fail. <laughs> wow, there you go. That is why Have you seen f- The Get Down yet? Isn't it called The Get Down? No, I haven't seen it. Is it good? What's that? Is it called The Get Down? Is that the right name? It's like a show. I think that... so. It's a Netflix original. Yeah. It's by your guy that you like. Yeah, Boz Lerman. It talks about like kind of hip-hop in its first form. New York. DJs and Grandmaster Flash and all the shit like that. It's pretty cool. Hmm. I haven't seen it, though. I've seen the, the trailer for it. Star Wars. <laughs> That's spoilers. spoilers. <laughs> I haven't seen enough to really comment on it, so I could be wrong. But okay. it was pretty rad. What I saw. Yeah, I'll, it's on Netflix. I'll watch it eventually. Okay, so they find out that uh, her father is on this other planet. They're gonna fly there. The pilot knows how to get there. Uh, the Emperor, or no, not the Emperor, but the dude who made the Death Star. Now he's gonna go there because they now know that that someone gave away some information. And they want to find out who did it. So they, they're going to go. They're looking for Galen Erso. The rebels are looking for Galen Erso. Uh, they tell the girl, yeah, we'll go get your father. They tell Cassian Andor, as soon as you see him, kill him. We can't let him live. He knows how to do too much stuff for the Empire. He needs to be dead. So two different agendas going here. They get to the planet. Bunch of shit goes down. Cassian Andor has a sniper rifle, a space sniper rifle. And he's sighting in on Jin's dad. And he doesn't pull the trigger. And he is a murderer. We've seen him murder his own people early on. And we've seen him kill people on the wrong side of a, just for the, in the moment. But he has a change of heart. And this is why I said I like this character, because he changes. He actually goes against his orders and says, no, there's no reason for me to kill that guy. But that dude dies anyway, because the rebels show up and they blow up the whole platform. Meanwhile, Krennic showed up 
mm-hmm. and executed all of the uh, white guys. All the white guys. You're right. The old white guys. Old white guys. The engineers that made the Death Star weapon. He executes them all except for Galen, even though he knows Galen is the one that um, He's proving betrayed the them. He's proven a point, right? Yeah. And right before he can do anything else, X-Wings show up, bomb the fuck out of the place, and kill him. They kill Galen. Krennic gets away. Jin's father dies, gets to have one little exchange with her because she climbed up onto the platform and she survives the bombing and her dad dies. And he says, I, I think he says, I have so many things to tell you and then dies. Yeah. Does that sound right? He says, yeah. He, I Irony. Feel, I feel like he, well, I'm still stuck on them killing all the engineers because that was heartbreaking for me. But I thought about Star Wars, A New Hope, whatever. Because they do that to Leia. They bring her out and they're like, I'll save your planet if you tell us. Oh, right. And then they blow it up anyways. The same thing. Because you can't ever trust these evil Empire dudes. No. They totally... Right. Except, no, those old guys, you know, it's not like they were like good dudes. They were Empire dudes. I mean, how many... engineers. When they blew up the Death Star in in A New Hope, how many guys like that died? How many just regular dudes were just hanging on the Death Star and died? Totally. Just like what they talk about in Clerks. Yeah. I think if you're on in... I don't know. I think if you're on the Death Star, but you're working on it, like as a mechanic or engineer, you don't have a choice. But they were an... You're put there. They were an Imperial weapons facility. Yeah, I don't know. I still think most mechanics don't have a choice. I think if you're like a general or something, you probably have a choice. So you'd feel bad for like Nazis that weren't like actual soldiers? No. But I would feel Cause, bad for cause the people these are that space had to Nazis. clean the Nazis' space houses Nazis. or fix their cars. So the mecha- because okay. they might not have a choice. Right. As opposed to the ones, you know, or drive the car or. So that's what I would think. Well, These in this galaxy far, like far that. away, it's wholesale murder, though, you know. That's true. Just Anyways, like it just reminds me of Leia in that first couple oh, scenes and I'm, of Star I think Wars. that's. I think you're right. I think they did draw from that. He tries to step out and say, I was one that did it. Punish me. And they kills him anyway. Kills all the people to punish him. Okay. So the daughter, father, last exchange. Last exchange. Then they go back to the rebels base again, and suddenly Jin, the lady, is filled with rebel cheer. She now wants there to be an attack. She wants the rebels to to follow her to go. To, uh, they they need to throw all of their efforts at this planet where her father told her that they have the plans for the Death Star. It's a huge file, and it's on this planet, and they need to go there. And what happens? Everyone remember? says no. Everyone says no, right? Basically, like it's all not the, worth the risk. Right. There's this big argument. We'll lose the fleet. It's a trap. Blah, blah, blah. She didn't even cry about her dad dying. Did she not cry about her dad dying? I mean, maybe in the moment, but she could have been like, oh, I saw my father die. Oh, you, you think she should have been, she there should have been a br- scene later. She pulled the strings a little bit when she was, she was just cheery about getting everyone together. I don't know. Okay. So that. She could have been I, a little bit more. I have actually to me I have actually scene. seen that criticism. You're not the first one to bring that one up. Yeah, that she just very quickly too... gets too chipper. Yeah. Well, she hasn't seen him in a long time, so she, you know, it's not like he's a constant. I know, but that's and even that's worse because she could like make him into this great, amazing thing, and then if he was there all the time, she'd probably be like, oh. "No, just kidding." She was <laughs> drunk with the cause. <laughs> She's drunk with the rebellion. No, I just cause. thought that. I think that the one flaw in this movie is that it just moved too quickly through. I think the characters are sure. strong and great, but they just don't give them enough time to show their true selves. Well, see, that they're trying to trick you into buying the books and stuff so you can yeah. get all the backstory. Because yeah. there's a lot of backstory. Probably. Yeah. 
read all the stuff that got cut out. So, because the Rebellion says, no, we're not going to do this mission, you see all this other stuff happening, and she doesn't know what to do with herself, and lo and behold, Cassian Andor shows up, and now he's got his whole group of other spies and murderers like him, Mm -hmm. and he says, hey, we've all done terrible things, but we've done it for this cause, and we believe in what you're saying, we'll be your team, we'll go if you'll have us. And so right there on the spot... They all agree to do an illegal mission and go attack this planet. What if the CIA does that now, today? Wouldn't that be so cool? Save us all. Hold hold on just one second. Oh, I'm sure they would never do anything like that. I mean, they're on our side. They're the good guys. Yeah, they're going to save us. Okay, we can cut that part out. No, no, cut it out. I just wanted to make sure that that was clear (laughs) and unobstructed, right? (laughs) Because what else would someone think? Um, I forgot what we're talking about. We're talking about, okay, so the the crew gets together. They get back on an Imperial shuttle that's stolen, and they take off. The rebels don't try to stop them. They'd say, hey, you're not supposed to take that ship. And they go, oh, we're Rogue One. We're leaving. And then Jin says, may the Force be with us, or maybe the Force be with you, which Mm -hmm. is weird because may the Force be with you. It's a little weird because Star Wars, A New Hope, if we're calling it that, which happens arguably at best a week later mm-hmm. in that movie, everyone's acting like they don't really believe the Jedi were real or they, you know, like they don't really remember them as well. Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit of a weird thing. I thought, well, I mean, the there's, be with you is there was a, it was the Jedi planet is where the temple was. So they're probably more prone to believing that some of them, and some of them actually saw it. Okay. So there were still remnants of it yeah. that people believed, but it does throw off a little bit from the whole idea of the original Star Wars well, is that people didn't really believe in the Jedi. Well, it's because all those dudes died. Yeah, like a week before. Yeah. There's not enough time for information to circulate through the galaxy that the Jedi weren't real. You don't I know that. that. You're right. Things happen fast in space, except you can't beam plans. You can't move plans about very well. You have to do it physically, as Basically. we'll learn. <laughs> well, the atmosphere didn't allow for wireless. <laughs> So they do this mission. They go to this planet. The entire planet is covered by a force field, an an amazing force field that there's just a ring in space and you can only go through the force field right there if it's open. But since they're in a stolen Imperial ship, they get through the force field, they get down to the planet and they, it's like, it's like a Death Star attack on a planet. They, they dress up. Some of them dress up in, in Imperial uniforms and go in to try to get this information, the plans of the Death Star. Some of the rest of them sneak out and they start attacking stormtroopers kind of quietly at first and planting bombs. Mm -hmm, mm Then while this is going down, the rebels here, that this is going down. Like once once there starts to be a battle on this planet, it's called Scarif. The rest of the rebels hear about it and they go, "Oh, we have to go help them." And it turns out that some of the some that we hear that another group of rebels are already on their way. So basically, even though they said they weren't going to do this battle, they decide to do this battle. But they can't get through the force field. So the entire rebel fleet, including another big ship with another uh, Admiral Akbar guy, but it's not Admiral Akbar. He's just another matter. They called calamaris. Yeah, I, I just call them Dark Scrotum Head. <laughs> okay. Dark, there's another Dark Scrotum Head guy leading the battle. And then Admiral Akbar's Red Scrotum Head. Okay. Mm-hmm. But he's not... We don't know where I'm he ginger. is at this point. Akbar's somewhere else. He's out smoking weed somewhere. Yeah. He's on a weed run. So this, there's a big space battle going on. A few X-Wings get through the shield before they put it up. So there's a space battle going on above the planet. Space battle going on in space. All kinds of cool shit happening. Meanwhile, down on the planet, 
all of our characters get killed. Everyone. <laughs> Every character in the film. It's a cool thing. Like, each one of them has its own purpose, but we just lose them one after another. We lose the robot. We lose the pilot. We lose the two Asian it's dudes. A, it's a John there's Woo a, There's movie. a little bit of an embrace between the Asian guys. It's John guys Woo and... at the end of the movie. Basically. It is. It is. They're all dying in slow motion and yep. very emotive faces. Yeah. Definitely. It's it's And it's good. It's definitely good. And it feels like, you know, they were going on a suicide mission and that's what it turned out to be. Everybody thing, gets wiped out. The only out. thing that was missing was were doves flying across the screen. <laughs> the, that planet needed doves, doves in slow motion. And, and, uh, a little purple rain. And playing cards. So the yellow rain. What did you... You just did a callback to Matt from yellow the episode before? Rain, yeah. Yellow rain. Or purple rain. <laughs> or what? But he wasn't talking about... And he said Devs, which is a different Prince song, but I don't care. And it wasn't, it he was yes. referring to, he was referring to John Woo films, yes. but that's yes. okay. <laughs> well, yeah. that was. I just want it just to happened. Hey, April. <laughs> Day flies. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Because you're doing. Okay. Jump right. No, you, last time you went, dearly beloved. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we are going to hit today. No. called life. We'll stop. Okay, no more friends. We're almost at the end of the movie now. And I'm sure everyone who's listening is really getting a lot out of this. He died too, though. Everyone's dying. It's like the movie. Prince. All our favorite characters. Bowie. No, that was last Prince. year. Prince. I know. I know. But we saw this last year. Matt, I prefer the Age of Chance version of that song, believe it or not. You don't have to be beautiful <laughs> to turn me on. Da -da, it's like JoJo's I'll put that up adventure. too if I can find it. Everyone that you love dies. Who? JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I don't know what that is. It's just a show. Is it a show you watch? There's a video game that I play a little bit. Mm, it's a cartoon. Yeah, it's got a small bulldog in it. Wait. Oh, it's a bulldog? It's not a Boston Terrier? Or a Boston Terrier. Yeah. Terrier. Wait, so you guys know the same thing? You play the video game version of a cartoon that April I watches? I watch the yeah. show. Well. Matt, getting closer, man. You're getting further and further away. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> okay. So that's cool. I guess Jojo. I'm going to have to link that on the page, too. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It's so good. Yes. Do you like that show? Have you never seen it? I've never seen it. I just play the video oh, game. Oh, man. It's so good. And the, the Boston Terrier, uh, like, kicks up dirt. And they don't make him yeah, any bigger. They, yeah. He's like, he's a terror. And he, his stand or his, I guess, power is to kind of kick dirt and <laughs> yeah. chew on people. And okay. He's rad. Except he we... dies in the show, and I cried in oh. that, too. Well, that's not good. Yeah, Does he die in the video game? All the time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> over and over, <laughs> over again. Over and over again. <laughs> Basically. Every time I lost. What's his name? I don't remember. Oh, man. Is I can't like... either. Fido? No. no. It's rad. Anyways, let's... Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. Spoiler alert! Thank you. We're at the end of the movie now. Our characters have successfully now died, even though they had to they had to get the physical plans for the Death Star. They had to also beam it to the ship. No, there was no to, way to no, pick them no, up. No, you're, fly you're them missing. Out. You're missing a spot. They had to grab a huge disk drive. Yes. The plans <laughs> were so giant. big that they had to go on something that was bigger than an old like zip drive. In it Star was... Wars, they've never heard of compression. <laughs> That may be true. It was like a small, it was like a Walkman or something. Yeah, there were no zip files. It's true. In Star Wars. But you see, in A New Hope, in Star Wars, mm -hmm. as we're calling it, Vader says several transmissions were beamed to the ship by rebel spies. I want to know what happened to the plans they sent you. Mm -hmm. Therefore, in Rogue One, there had to be beaming of the plans. Yep. So they once they get the plans, they have to go to a dish, align the dish, 
send it up through the, there has to be a hole in the field. Yeah, in the force field. Through the force field. And then they have to penetrate the And shield. then once it's on the <laughs> ship, then they put it on a little disc because it has to be on the little disc that Leia puts into R2 D2 oh, right. in they, the beginning. They switch to a flash. They switch they to a flash, flash drive. drive. They do. In They're, one week's time. I think we're supposed to believe they compress it once they. No, because you see the flash drive essentially on the. Well, those dudes are running. Oh, yeah. The that's very right. best part of the film that's is right. about to happen. Yes. So after they beam it. They get down, and the Empire has shown up, and Grand Moff Tarkin, the mm-hmm. computer-generated Peter Cushing, <laughs> uh, he realizes that Krennic is down there on the planet, and that there's rebels down there on the planet, and they can get information about Empire stuff so he can get rid of all his enemies in one, because he doesn't like Krennic. He wants control of the Death Star. So he says, blow up the installation. So he blows up the installation, just like they did on Jeddah, kills everyone on the surface, including Jin and Cassian Andor. Yeah, that's the real Terminator moment. All of our characters are dead now. Mm-hmm. Except for Vader. Okay. So now all the rebel ships are trying to jump away. And as the main rebel ship is trying to jump away, Darth Vader's Star Destroyer jumps in and smashes a bunch of ships and cripples the rebel flagship. And then you see a bunch of dudes running in halls, just like in the very beginning of Star Wars. Yep. And then the lights go out and a door, so they lose power and a door opens partially. And a whole bunch of rebels are in this hallway and you hear Vader's breathing sound. This is the best part. Best part in the whole movie. Best part in the whole movie. Suddenly you see Vader's red lightsaber come on and he walks down the hallway using the force and his saber and destroys an entire hallway full of guys by himself. Do you notice that one of the rebels goes, prepare the shuttles, and then realize, oh, in A New Hope... Those two droids, they killed some some of those guys because they stole the shuttle. They stole That's the escape right. pods. Yeah, they stole the escape pods. The escape pod, yeah. Prepare the escape pods. So those aren't for robots. <laughs> those aren't for <laughs> they robots. They can breathe in space. Well, they said uh, in Star Wars, C three PO says we can't get in there. We're not allowed to. Oh, so R two D two was the what do you call it? R two D two was was sent by Leia. He knew he was on a secret plan. What and mission? He what are you talking about? He didn't have his brainwashed. He did not. So Vader is just, it's the only time after putting the helmet on, after young Anakin becomes Vader, it's the only time in any of the movies we see him act like the badass that he supposedly should be. Yeah. He completely is destroying dudes. But they, the one guy passes the disc through the door, Vader's still wiping people out. Someone basically runs down the hall, almost like a football move and like dives into the ship and they say, take off, you know, get out of here. So they launch... The Tantive, what is it, Matt? Tantive 4. Tantive 4, the ship that they also called the Blockade Runner. They launch it, and they get away. And you see Vader, now flanked by stormtroopers, looking out into space as they fly away. And on that ship, which is now the ship that we remember from the beginning of mm-hmm. Star Wars, because it was the same design as the inside, but it was like a, almost like an escape ship of its own right, we see a computer-generated Princess Leia, and she's getting the plans. How did Darth Vader get back on that Blockade Runner? So... You remember um, R2-D2 and C-3PO are on the blockade run in the beginning of A New Hope. So what has to happen is the Tantive Four has to go back to Yavin 4, do something there, and then be doing something else. So it's not like this, this movie does not end a couple minutes before Star Wars starts. It ends a little bit of time. So then in the meantime, Vader's ship has tracked them down. Oh, well, wouldn't the droids already be on the ship anyway? Well, no, because when everyone's leaving... C-3PO says, they're going where? They're going to Scarif? How come no one tells us anything? He doesn't say we're going. He says they're going. Well, then R2-D2 would have made him go. Maybe. We don't see that happen. We don't see the droids on the ship. But basically, if you think about what happens in between 
when when Leia gets brought to Vader in the beginning of Star Wars, she says we're on a diplomatic mission to Alderaan. Mm-hmm. We have no weapons. You can't possibly. He says you know, you weren't on any mercy mission this time. So so there has to have been. It's not like they just followed them and boarded them again because they couldn't have been making that argument. It has to be that they caught that ship later. Yeah, I feel like it makes. Couldn't it. make what argument. We're on a diplomatic mission to Alderaan. If you catch a ship the at a battle, they yeah. can't say that you were just on. Hey, maybe she's a shitty liar. Well, <laughs> that could very well be. But no, we're, they he goes along with her story. They catch her later. It's got to be at least a week or something later. Yeah. Sometime And later. I don't think it's... I mean, it could be very a very short amount of time, but they could get be. caught. That's the whole point. Yeah. However, this made me think something about Darth Vader. When they get caught and they board the ship... Vader doesn't come running through the door and wipe everybody out like he did in the battle before. That's what I mean. He sends stormtroopers in. They catch a bunch of bullets first. Mm -hmm. So I think that Vader is horribly injured all the time. That's why he's always in those tanks and he's always getting. So I think the fight, as brutal as it was, took a lot out of him. And he wasn't revived enough to be first through the door in the beginning of Star Wars. He didn't have time to stop by his tank. He didn't have time to tank it. He didn't tank one out. Tank up. (laughs) Don't tank up. You can tank up. He didn't. And so that's, in my mind, I have to like, the reason why Vader can't move in the beginning of Star Wars the way he does in the end of Rogue One is because he's essentially, I mean, it took a lot out of him to do that. Or maybe he just did that to intimidate the hell out of those guys. The guys he was killing? Yeah. So they're, you know, they're hearing over the radios, oh, you know, all this craziness going on. And then that's why they're so scared at the beginning of Star Wars. Maybe it's without some... having. Well, they seen think what he's happened. gonna come through, right? Some yeah. of those guys yeah. did see. Yeah, maybe it's sunk in that he finally got rid of his master, Obi Wan, and he was feeling sad. Well, no, because he doesn't do it till the end of the movie. But it's a good. I don't mind your theory. I... No, at the end of that movie, right? <laughs> at the end of no, he gets rid of Obi Wan in the end of Star oh, Wars. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, I like that. I like where you were going with it, though. Yeah, that's right. Do you think that Vader feels a lot of sadness? No, I was just hoping. I think he's just angry and horny. Because his penis got burned off in the volcano. Oh, you think that's Vader's big problem is his dick burns off on Mustafar? Dude, wouldn't you have a problem if your dick burned off? Well, I yes, yes I, I think you would. I would. <laughs> that's a yes But answer. we don't ever, that doesn't ever get addressed. <laughs> you know how they could put, okay, so you know when Luke loses his hand, they put that fake hand on him and then they're poking him with the little needle and he's going, same, ow, ow. Do you think they put hand, a no. fake dick on Vader? Yeah, but I mean, even if you did... Did you want to see a scene where they poke him and he goes, ow? No, well, yeah, I would clarify some things, but, like, if you had a dick that was the hand equivalent, it would look like a like a microphone stand or something. You know, it'd be all scary and girls wouldn't want to be with you unless they were into S&M. I guess you could just be into S&M all the time. <laughs> well, it would be... Luke's hand doesn't look scary or anything. But this is my tank, baby. <laughs> I call it Bacta. I'll stump ya. <laughs> Ooh, stop. <laughs> well, I fun. think I, I think the whole thing was they would make it look normal. I think that he probably has a penis and this conversation is irrelevant. <laughs> no, it had to have burned off. It had to have. You think so? No. No. Yeah, no. like all his skin burned off. I, I mean think how that... could not how could that appendage which has no bone in it not burn off? I mean, was it full of urine? Please limbs it put, still. And it put it out? He what? His limbs. No, yeah, they got chopped off. They got chopped yeah, off. Yeah, that's true. He's just laying there burning. His hair is burning. He gets horribly, horribly. He's fucked up. Yeah. He's a crispy critter. Yeah. And Matt is, Matt posited that this happened. Matt was one that presented this as an option. I was just going along with that. No, I see. Then he's saying a lot of Vader's problem is burn dick. 
Yeah. And what else do you a think? A dick of coal. A dick of coal. Where <laughs> else do you think this comes into play in the series, Matt? Every lightsaber scene. It's an expression of his missing penis. Is that really? Mm-hmm. Okay. They Spock saw the cum. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of the Mandela effect. All of a sudden. Do you know that. He makes so much sense to me now. Darth Vader. Oh, Sparky. Oh, Vader. Vader. Sparky. Oh, cum spark. Oh, um, you know that he doesn't say, uh, Luke, spark. I am your father in Empire? He just says, I am your father. He just says, no, yeah. I, I am, am your, your father. father. Yeah. 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 But that's considered a Mandela effect thing now. And there's a whole bunch of there's a whole bunch of interview stuff of James Earl Jones saying that he said, Luke, I am your father. I don't remember that. I remember I am your father. I don't remember him saying Luke first. I know, but that's considered it's considered a misquote. Well, Ah. he could have done a few takes of it. That's true. Is it true that um, he hates being Darth Vader? Who? James Earl Jones. I don't know. I thought he just hates the no dick part. Yeah. No one should have to act without a penis. <laughs> Wait, was that your James Earl Jones? It was a really bad one. <laughs> I heard that, or I remember I didn't hear it, but it, maybe I read it somewhere that he hated that role. Such a rad role. I don't know. Maybe. Well, you guys, we've really, we've really done it today. We went all the way through Rogue One. I mean, we stayed on topic the whole time. No, we didn't. We, we <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, I mean, no we Terminator. we said we were going to come in here and we were going to talk about Rogue no, One with Jojo. spoilers. And and we did. And I, I, my notes are empty. I have no other notes now. You are spent. Good, because we You're don't have notes spent. at all. But what was that? Quotes. I said good because we have no notes at all on this side of the table. Well, yeah. that's okay. I mean, well, one, you just you just happened to be here that's and we true. had your your picture. <laughs> well, me too. Yeah. And Matt was, well, no, you, you came over to record the show. Oh, yeah. You... I love my robot painting. Yes, the robot painting cool. is here. It is both a painting and a a sculpture. It's, it is. It's a bas relief. It's many. Wait, wait. What one. is it? It's, it's a bas relief. Bas relief, as they say in my art. Bas relief. He was that uh, that UFC guy. Yeah, no, that's Boss Rudin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's the one that goes, "Oh, you kicked them in the pills." In the pills? <laughs> yeah, that's what he called him. He goes, "Oh man, he got kicked in the pills." And he, and that's the first time I also heard, "Oh man, he shagged the rotten." I've never heard of shagged her rotten. Shagged her rotten? Yeah. No, you were doing Austin Power earlier. He says shagged her rotten. He no, says shagged, Ru- but Boss Rutten says-, says Boss Rutten was saying that. Did he say it before Austin Powers came out? Because because that's what he tells his lady about a lot of vagina. He oh, says, I shagged yeah. her rotten, baby. Oh, that's right. That's, yeah, he does. I, that. I don't know. Boss Rutten's been around for a long time. <laughs> he has been around for a long time, but I feel like he probably got that from Austin Powers. No, he seems like the kind of guy that would come up with that on his own. <laughs> so you think, just so we're going to clarify, you think Austin Powers, they wrote that into Austin Powers after they heard Boss Rutten say, Shagged Rotten. Well, I think that's a kind of a common phrase in Europe. God, I hope not. <laughs> it's awful. It's like, you know, no. I don't, I'm trying to think what the American equivalent would be i don't think there is one. Oh, there's we're not we're be. probably not gonna matt might say him but there's some there's some things we could say that are the equivalent of shagged or rotten fucked her to death oh there That's you go pr- <laughs> is that when you rot when you die yeah there you go done
This podcast is a product of the Nobody's Knows Podcast Network. Executive producers, David R. Larson and K. Drake Streetman. Music for this episode provided by The Hit from the record Shermer, Illinois.